Entrepreneur on Fire 617. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. If you're starting a business or forming an LLC, LegalZoom will help take care of all the details. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but provides self-help services at your specific direction. Enter code FIRE for a $10 savings at LegalZoom. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 280,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Fire Nation in the house. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Mary Marshall. Mary, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Yes. Mary is an entrepreneur who has spent her career making small businesses into successful ventures. She's done this both as a CEO and business owner herself and as an executive coach and consultant. In 2012, Mary launched Marshall Advisors LLC to work with CEOs to help them achieve their goals more quickly and efficiently and to have some fun while doing it. Mary, I've given our listeners just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Okay. Well, uh, thanks so much for having me, John. Uh, It's nice to be here this morning. And, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of different things uh, over time, and I call mine the accidental entrepreneurial uh, venture uh, because I've uh, run businesses, I've started a couple businesses, and for the last 15 years, I've been helping other people with their businesses. So that is essentially my business. And the culmination of that was my book, Putting Together the Entrepreneurial Puzzle, The 10 Pieces That Every Business Needs to Succeed that after I had worked with CEOs and entrepreneurs for 15 years, kind of figured out what the pieces were that most people needed a little bit of help with. Uh, And so that uh, really this year has been the big deal for me. Well, Mary, we're going to dive into your journey throughout this entire interview. We're going to talk about some successes, some aha moments, and of course, we're going to talk about a failure. But before we dive into all that, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to really get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. My personal mission, actually, is to make a difference with people who care. So I choose my clients carefully, uh, and I want to be able to make a difference and, of course, have fun while I'm doing it. But one of the quotes that I've always uh, used going forward in time is by Soren Kierkegaard, and it's, life can only be understood going backwards, but lived going forward. And that is so true for business owners, because if you don't understand what it is you have done, you don't know what to do going forward. Um, However, you do have to leap sometimes. So I like to share that with my clients. That's a great one. And go ahead and dive into number two. Uh, Well, the number two is just a personal one that I use with my clients. And it's uh, the reason for the divorce is always present on the first date. (laughs) The reason I like this one is because it applies to hiring. It applies to your intuition as an entrepreneur. And they always say, gosh, I don't know what happened to that person. I don't know what happened. Like, Let's go back a little bit. Tell me when your first concerns had. Tell me a little bit about your first interaction with this person or this client or this company. And sure enough, we can always figure out what it was that they ignored that was there that they didn't see. 
two great quotes, Mary. Thank you for sharing one from somebody who's done some amazing things in the world and then one from your own personal journey, from your own personal authentic self. So critical as we start moving forward in your journey here as an entrepreneur because what we do here, Mary, which is a little bit different, is we focus on the story, not the vague aerial perception of different things and different failures and successes. We really want to hear from you, Mary, our featured guest today, a time that you failed, a time that you just fell flat on your face. And we want to learn from those lessons that you learned. So take it away. I have, uh, as I mentioned, started out lots of different things, got in excited about business. I actually have a degree in psychology, so I was going to be a clinical psychologist, but that I just couldn't do. So ended up uh, being a business broker. And so I helped uh, businesses both buy and sell um, in the early days. And, you know, small businesses, it wasn't like big mergers and acquisitions, you know, businesses that were between 250000 and $5 million in, in uh, sale price. And I really learned a lot about the uh, psyche of the entrepreneur, you know, what they were building, how businesses worked, and it was really fascinating for me. But I think my first uh, big failure, believe me, I've had several of them, uh, was this, uh, anyway, moved from that into a couple of other companies, grew one company very large, and then I became an owner of a company. And how I became an owner of that company was that I did a turnaround. Uh, so the owner came to me, had had the company for about 20 years at that point. I was running a division of the company, and it was about a $10 million company, so not huge. And uh, she wanted me to sell it because of my background. And I really looked at the business, and I said, you know, you're not going to get much for it at this point. And it might be just a straight asset sale because of where the sales were. And we had about 50 people at the time. And she said, well, I don't know what else to do. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, give me an opportunity to turn it around. And if I make it, I want a piece of the business. And so I was very successful at that, which is how I became about a 38, 40% owner of that particular business. So then we're humming along and we're doing pretty well. Um, and, uh, it, you know, the idea was to sell it because it was an industry that was being consolidated. Um, and my partner was excited about it. We were excited about it found a really good partner, you know, moved down this road for about six months. And we got down to the very last, one of the very last meetings. And my partner said, um, asked the gentleman, you know, what their strategy was. They explained it, which we knew what it was. And she gets up from the meeting, stands up and says, uh, oh, that's the, the dumbest strategy I've ever heard. And I think we're done here. And essentially crushed the deal right then and there after six months worth of work. And I was devastated. I This was what we were planning on. It would have been, you know, several million dollars for each of us. And, um, and my biggest mistake in that was not really understanding that my business partner, who had founded the business, was not, not ready to sell. She didn't know what she was going to do next. She really didn't want to work for anyone. And money wasn't that important to her. It was, it was really the entrepreneurial experience, and it was her business and her baby. And I had never asked the right questions. And so I ended up selling my shares to her and moving on. But it was a huge learning for me that, you know, instead of just barreling forward in, in what my uh, belief was, what was best for the business, I forgot to ask 
the most important question. Wow, Mary, that is such a powerful life lesson in general and something that comes up time and time again on Entrepreneur on Fire whenever my guests share journeys that they've had within their businesses with partners. It's always a tricky game and it's truly this one word always trips people up, communication and specifically the lack thereof. That needs to happen, Fire Nation, on a consistent basis, a sit-down weekly, bi-monthly at the very least, where you're just opening up your heart, being incredibly transparent about where you are as a partner in that business, where you see the direction going, to make sure that if you're not exactly on the same page, which is okay, hopefully you're moving in that direction, but that at least your partner knows what page you are on. So critical. So that's my biggest takeaway from that, Mary, is open communication as often as possible, what would your one takeaway be for Fire Nation from this experience in your life? Listen to learn and stop waiting to talk. Um, And always asking the right question because with the right questions, you can get people to solve their own problems. And I was just oblivious to asking the right questions at that particular point, which is ironically where my next phase after that business was to go into consulting. And then that's when I became a chair for Vistage and started my own consulting practice. And it was successful because I sure learned how after that one to always ask the right question. (laughs) Listen to learn and stop waiting to talk. Love that quote. Love that phrase. Fire Nation, absorb that in. And Mary, for you, we're going to transition now your journey to the other end of the spectrum, which is your aha moment, a light bulb that you had at some point in your entrepreneurial journey. So take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story in the same open manner you told us your failure story. Take us to that point in your life Talk to us about that idea that happened and the steps you took, Mary, to turn it into a success. So I thought a lot about this, and I've had uh, many over time, because for me, uh, as with, I believe, for most entrepreneurs, it's always about the challenge. It's always about what's next, what could you do, the possibilities, um, and and what's out there. And so I started looking at the uh, successful businesses that I worked with and the not-so-successful businesses that I worked with. And I started looking at alignment and I, and I started to say, well, what's the difference here? What really makes the difference? And about 10 years ago, I started playing around with the concept of values and how do values play into what the businesses do and don't do. And what I saw was that the businesses that were very clear on who they were and had a very open, honest conversation about values um, that everything aligned much easier and, and, in fact, success happened much more readily. The businesses who maybe had a, a value statement on the wall or a mission statement or something like that but didn't really live it, not so much uh, success as a business. And so then that, I started thinking, well, gosh, what are mine? What are my values? And so I identified mine about 10 years ago as uh, caring, creativity, um, authentic, authenticity and curiosity. And so if I couldn't engage in those values or activities, whatever you want to call them, on a regular basis, I wasn't going to take that client on. I wasn't going to do that because for me, it just it didn't work. And, you know, I had taken on some clients and done some work for some people. Uh, and, it, you know, it, was, it didn't feel good all the way along. It felt like I was slogging through mud. 
And so there are no wrong or right values. It's only about what are your values. But when you get in touch with those and then align the business around those values, hire to them, sell like them, create your operational strategy around that, there's a much, much higher likelihood of success than if you do it uh, just by saying, well, here's what we're going to create. Being authentic, Mary, truly resonating with your internal self is such a critical role for entrepreneurs because one thing that Fire Nation, I really want you to be absorbing throughout Mary's chat here is all we have is time as entrepreneurs and we have the decision that we can make about how we choose to spend that time. Do you want to spend that time doing something that's not authentic with yourself? Do you want to spend your time with other people who aren't resonating with you and your authentic self? I mean, how do you, Fire Nation, want to be spending your time going forward in this one journey that we have as humans? So Mary's giving this great example about how she became true with herself and had that pointing forward really like a light beam that was lighting her path. And Mary, give us just one takeaway that you really can walk away with from that experience. Do you think Fire Nation, our listeners here today, these entrepreneurs, these sidepreneurs could really absorb and take forward with them? One of the clients that I worked with was a software company. Had about 40 or 50 people, very high-end software, very specialized market. Uh, but they never could deliver a project on time. <laughs> it was just one of those things where that was their biggest um, uh, problem in business was that they could never um, figure out how to um, how to get those things done. And, they, and consequently, they had a lot of complaints from clients, and it was a big deal for them. And so we had this one speaker, because I was facilitating a group of CEOs at their business. It was hosted at their business. And we had this speaker, um, who happened to be Peter Schutz, who was the guy who uh, turned uh, Porsche, Porsche around in the early days and had some really great examples of how he aligned the companies with values. So we walk into the company, and I'm chatting to him before the meeting started. And he says, um, you know... I'm guessing that this company doesn't ever get anything done on time. I bet that they're fairly disorganized. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, how'd you get that? <laughs> he goes, look around. And I, you know, kind of opened up my eyes and looked around. And sure enough, I mean, literally the place was kind of a mess. Um, you know, they had all their awards up on the wall. It was a bunch of programmers and cubes. But the cubes were messy. The, there was stuff in the aisleways. The conference room we were in was not great. Um, and he goes, you can tell. He goes, this is how they operate. And until they change this, what they deliver isn't going to change either. And so that was kind of where I started thinking, wow, he's absolutely right about this. And so started talking to the owner about you know, what are your values? What do you want to have different? You're going to have to get out of your way in order for this uh, to happen. And so when I talk to uh, CEOs, uh, you know, one of the things I tell them is your role is two things. Grow your company and grow your people and get out of the way for everything else. You know, figure out what only you can do and then hire for the rest. And so it all plays into the values thing. And that guy was actually able to... to absorb that information, absorb that feedback, make some changes, and sell the company quite successfully. And I think it was within about a year time. 
Focus on your strengths and hire for the rest. I love that message, Fire Nation. Definitely take that forward as well. And Mary, I want you to tell us a story right now because you've had a lot of amazing moments. But the story that I want you to share with Fire Nation in this moment in time is your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Take us there and take it away. There's two. The first one was, you know, back when I had uh, my first business and I did do that turnaround. After about six months of, I'll just call it pure hell, uh, working with the bank, uh, you know, we were undercapitalized. Uh, my controller had made a payment to a vendor for $100,000, which put us $150,000 overdrawn in our checking account. <laughs> I mean, just all these t- kinds of things that where I was just working from, you know, dawn till dusk to get this company turned around and get the relationships going and get it built. And about six months later, um, we had our first month where we uh, not only broke even, but showed a small profit. And I was able to keep all but five employees, so I only had to lay off a few. And I felt like I did it. It was it was just a great, great moment. And we ended up having a big celebration at the company uh, because, you know, we were still there. And, and then I was building value after that. So, Mary, again, take us to that moment that was your proudest moment. That was a great story, but I want to be at that moment. Was it at that party? Did you step back? Did you look around the room and see what you've done? Take us there. Oh, absolutely. So it was um, at the the party, and as I looked around, and I was having different people talk uh, about the contributions that they had made to where we had gotten, and uh, at the end of that whole thing, they ended up giving me a plaque uh, that that was signed, uh, inscripted by all of them, laser printed, um, that was for extraordinary leadership uh, during a difficult time. And that meant more to me uh, than anything else, the fact that they viewed me as a good leader. And, and that felt like, okay, I did this. Powerful stuff, Mary. That is an incredibly proud moment. I know you said you have a second one. We don't have time to go into that story because I really like to give full breath to the stories itself because I want to talk now about your philosophy, Mary, about the entrepreneurial journey. I want to talk to you and I want you to share with Fire Nation how you have managed to keep some semblance of a balance as an entrepreneur, because it's a crazy roller coaster ride that we're on. The highest of highs, the lowest of lows, oftentimes they're following each other day after day, and nobody can maintain balance exactly. But you've done it on some levels. You've created some semblance of a balance. How have you done it? Well, uh, lots of different ways uh, that I've done it. And because I've gotten to the edge many times where, you know, I was, I was on the ready to, point of breaking because I was working way too much and it's not sustainable. And what I realized in that moment was that I wasn't really being my best self, nor was I contributing what I knew I could contribute because I was going in way too many directions. And so that's where I really came up with the, you know, only do what only you can do. And so I'm very clear that there's several things I don't do well and many other people can do better than me. I mean, I don't do uh, my finances. I have somebody else do that. If somebody needs, you know, help with that, I bring in experts. Um, I, you know, sales and marketing is is my thing. I'm, I'm pretty good at that, and I'm pretty good at operations. Um, but I always look for people who are smarter than me. 
And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is thinking they can do it all. And you, you know what? They probably can, but they probably can't do it as well as others. And when you realize what it is you can't do and bring in other people to do that, balance comes back in. Because now you're in your sweet spot or in the zone. And so it's not like working. It's fun. You're on fire. It's great. Um, and you have you have those other areas handled so you don't feel like, you know, you're holding up all these 50 or 100 people or however big your company is. Mary, did you use the phrase on fire because you're currently being interviewed on Entrepreneur on Fire? I did not. I, <laughs> afterwards, that, I, that was probably a good thing. <laughs> Even better. And that's exactly what I love about the name Entrepreneur on Fire because people just get it. They know what it means to be on fire, to be in the zone, to be literally crushing it. You've done that, Mary. That's why you're here. My past 615 guests have done so. And truly, everybody within Fire Nation has every opportunity to be on fire if they make that decision to be so. And Mary, what I want to do is bring things to present times. I want to talk about you today. Share with us, Fire Nation, the one thing that just has you most fired up right now. What I'm really fired up right now is about my book. This this uh, just got published in January and it was uh, seven years coming uh, just because in all the, the entrepreneurs that I've worked with, the common themes came out. So I came up with 10 puzzle pieces, essentially, and they're very quick, very easy, all the best practices that I've gathered over the 25 years that I've been in business and stuck it into one book so that nobody has to read 10 books on these 10 topics. Because when I worked with entrepreneurs, I'd go in and they'd have all these books on their nightstands, on their desks. You know, I knew they were never going to be read. So I'm like, here's your little guidebook. This is your little black book to business. And and there's there's other resources at the back of the chapter if you want more information. But most entrepreneurs I know do not have time to sit down and read a book. However, they need help in these certain areas. And so rather than have to go do all this research, it's all in one little uh, book. And, and that's what I'm excited about because now instead of having to guide somebody through all these different things, I can say, here, read this. <laughs> Here's some good stuff. And by the way, check this out. And, you know, I've got all sorts of tables and charts and, and resources for them in one spot. So, Mary, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation. I talk about branding a lot. It's a term that gets thrown around by all types of people, and you might be wondering what the Gab's all about. What is branding anyway? In a nutshell, your brand is a set of perceptions people have about your company. It's an emotional expression of your value that your audience creates. You need branding to create a human connection with your audience. Design is key in communicating your brand and standing out from the competition. But what are the options available to business owners with little to spend on design? Many have turned to online marketplaces like 99designs to help build their brands on a budget. Startups get maximum creativity with 99designs contest model where dozens of designers compete to deliver the best design. You get to be involved in the process and walk away with a logo, website, or design that truly represents your brand. See for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. Let's face it, the legal system is complicated, and frankly, there are better things you could be doing with your time, like working on building your audience and creating products and services that help them. 
Thankfully, LegalZoom is here for you. If you're thinking about starting a business, forming an LLC, getting a trademark, LegalZoom gets the job done right. You'll get the personal attention you need and they'll help you take care of all the details. Do you want peace of mind? I don't blame you. Starting a business the right way involves a lot of checks and balances. Good thing for us, LegalZoom's been helping small business owners for over 14 years and they've received an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. For a $10 discount on services, enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. LegalZoom provides legal help through independent attorneys and self-help services, but it's not a law firm. Go to LegalZoom.com, enter discount code FIRE. So Mary, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? It does. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear that I didn't know everything, that I had to know everything to get going, and um, I didn't, and it's really not the truth, because you're never going to know everything. What is the best advice you've ever received? Run your business for today, and tomorrow's going to be fine. We, we always try and run it for tomorrow, thinking about what's going to be, and we forget about today, and sometimes we miss wonderful opportunities right in front of us. Mm. Love that. Share one of your personal habits, Mary, that you believe contributes to your success. I am diligent. I make uh, lists. I make every week. I know exactly what I'm going to accomplish. And on Fridays, I take a look. What did I do? What I didn't I do? And then I restart for the next week. So I'm, I'm very self-disciplined. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? You know, I thought about that and I don't have one other than, and this is going to sound kind of silly, but it's um, LinkedIn. Um, I use it for my business all the time. I really encourage people to use it. It is an amazing resource to get to what you need very quickly. Um, so I tell people not to, you don't, you don't have to pay for it either. Just the free one is fine. But there's so many connections you can make and people you can find that can help you with your business. It's an amazing resource. Totally, totally agree. LinkedIn is an amazingly untapped resource. I have so many people, Mary, that say, John, how can I get more listeners to my podcast? I say, well, what niche is your podcast in? And they give me some niche that it might in, whatever industry it might be in. And I say, well, listen, there's amazing groups in gatherings on LinkedIn. Go be a valuable member in that niche, in that industry, and then when the time is right, you can add your value, you can add your podcast if it's relevant, and make it happen. And it's that kind of network building that LinkedIn does better than any other platform I've seen. In Fire Nation, you can find links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Mary Marshall. Mary, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners and putting together the entrepreneurial puzzle will be on the show notes page, what would that book be? You know, the other book I would recommend would be the Now Discover Your Strengths, Marcus Buckingham. And, and that goes to values. It really helps people understand what they're very good at, what their values are. And if nothing else, if each entrepreneur can be clear on what theirs are, it'll help them build their business. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free 
at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mary, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Uh, I would get on that laptop. I would find uh, the other businesses that were close to me, and I would find the entrepreneurs who needed help, and I would help them grow their businesses. Love that. And Mary, you've just been so open, so inspiring this entire interview. On behalf of Fire Nation, I thank you for that. And let's end with you giving us one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, I would just go back to, uh, for each of you entrepreneurs, grow your people and your company, focus on your strengths, the company's strengths, not weaknesses, because you're not going to be able to fix those, so just give it up. Uh, and only do what only you can do. And uh, you can read my book. Uh, I also have a blog that I publish weekly at uh, mary-marshall.com. And I just wish each of you great success as entrepreneurs and have some fun while you're doing it. Mary, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been talking about today at eofire.com. Just type Mary in the search bar, Fire Nation, and her show notes page will pop right up. And Mary, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much, John, and thanks to Fire Nation. Fire Nation. According to the American Express survey, three in five people would try a new brand or company for a better service experience. That's more than 50%. It's true. Great businesses are driven by great customer experiences. Rediscover the lost art of human interaction with Ruby Receptionist, a highly trained team of off-site receptionists. Try Ruby free for 21 days with this exclusive offer for Fire Nation. Visit callruby.com and use promo code FIRE. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 